Welcome to Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, a ridiculously awesome podcast bursting with insightful commentaries and intriguing conversations on the topics and issues that are on the minds of marketers, advertisers, social media, and PR professionals today. Hey, everybody, how are you? This is Bob Cargill from Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, episode 177. Yes, I hope each and every one of you is doing very, very, very well. I hope life is ridiculously awesome for you. You know, I said episode 177, that means over five years in over five years, just a little, well, almost five and a half years now, should I say, I think it was January, February or so five years ago. So what is that? 2018. I started this podcast episode 177 in that length of time. Time flies when you're having fun. Time flies when you're talking about marketing and social media and in living the life. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Thank you for watching my podcast. I appreciate you very, very much. And I ask you to subscribe to my podcast. It's on Podbean, but also that's where it's hosted, but also wherever you might listen to your favorite podcast. And I hope mine is one of them. So subscribe to it, share it, talk about it. I appreciate it. I really, really, really do. And I'm all over social media, as you know, and today is an example. It's Sunday, September 10, 2023. By the way, just started pouring out here in Sudbury, Massachusetts. I'm looking out the window from my home office here in Sudbury in the ridiculously awesome neighborhood of Pine Lakes. And it, what was I saying? It's Sunday, September 10, 2023. Yeah, that's right. And I wanted to say recording live on Facebook, on my Facebook group, Bob Cargill's Marketing Roadshow. So it's an example of when I say I'm all over social media. I'm not just recording this for YouTube, for publishing later on, on Podbean and wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, but live right now. So whoever's listening live can hear me and see me right now. And right now is 1.22 p.m. Eastern time, Sunday, September 10, 2023. So in I want to, before I launch into things, I'm about ready to, this is all the intro, the warm up, if you will. I want to say, I want to help you. So don't hesitate to reach out to me anytime and say, hey, Bob, can you share my content? Hey, Bob, what do you think of my content? Hey, Bob, I have a question for you. Hey, Bob, please follow me. I will do so. Please listen to me. Please, yeah, give me your email address. And, and I want to connect with you. LinkedIn, I want to connect with you. I will connect with you. I will support you. I will help you. That's what I'm here for. Okay, please, please, please know that. And, and I appreciate, again, your support. And I hope each and every one of you is, is doing very, very, very well. What am I up to lately besides recording podcasts? Plenty, plenty. That's why I'm working on a Sunday afternoon. I am teaching at three different schools. I am very grateful to be teaching at Suffolk University, Northeastern University, and the Mass College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences. Six different courses this fall semester. Hmm. 
yeah, that explains a little bit why I'm so, so busy. But you know how much I love, love, love teaching. And I tell my students that all the time. So I'm teaching a marketing course and a business course, two sections. So that's three different courses at Suffolk, two social media courses at Northeastern, graduate students, and a marketing course at Mass College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences. And I enjoy teaching so, so much. It keeps me on my toes, literally. I'm on my feet. I'm very animated, like I am in, in general, very high energy, and I love engaging with the students. And it makes me feel good to be able to share my 40, yes, 40 years now in business and marketing with, with the students and help them level up and, and give them, I hope, the mentoring that will, again, help them level up and, and be a stepping stone to um, their spectacularly successful professional journeys that each and every one of them has to look forward to. So teaching, that's what I'm doing there and, and loving it there in Boston, three different schools, six different courses this fall. Also AMA Boston. I am president of AMA Boston. And I want to tell you, if you are in the Boston area and in I hope you're interested if you're a marketing professional professional, or even not. I think anyone will be interested in this event. Our next big event, Thursday, October 12, 2023, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Nonprofit Center in Boston. We will have a ridiculously awesome panel discussion. We are having a ridiculously awesome panel discussion. And that will be moderated by Samantha McGarry, Executive Vice President of Story Crafting at Inkhouse PR and our guest speakers. Samantha will be moderating a panel discussion with Emily Sherio and Andrew Grillo, both of the B-side, which is by Boston Globe Media. And I get their emails every day. I see them on social media. That is B-side. And I think the content they put out is ridiculously awesome. And I Ridiculously awesome. You can look AMA Boston up at amaboston.org or go to Eventbrite and look up that event. And in fact, look us up. Yes, amaboston.org, but go to Eventbrite and, and sign up to attend that event. And again, it's on Thursday, October 12, 6 to 8 p.m. I hope to see you there. And there's an example when I say, can I help? Hit me up anytime with regard to AMA Boston. We're always looking for volunteers. We're always looking for board members even. We're always looking for new members, of course. We're always looking for sponsors, speakers, venues. We try to have two events per month. We try to have a networking event and an educational event. And we usually succeed at that, come close to succeeding at that every month. We know how important the events are to our members and guests and friends, and they're wicked important to us. I love going to the events. I take pride in missing hardly any events. I go to everyone I can, unless I have a significant conflict with the time, the place, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm there almost every time and there with my high energy self and 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 always getting into it, meeting people, engaging with people, trying to support people and, and meeting like-minded people. So hope to see you at, at our events. Hope to see you with regard to AMA Boston. Another thing 
I want to talk about, geez, as I said, I want to talk about it. I'm looking to see, and I do. I'm going to pause for, well, I'll keep talking, but I'm, I'm reaching down. Oops, and something fell, but to show you, yes, my book, some of you may know a lot, hopefully about my book, meaning you have read it, 20 Jobs, 20 Lessons, A Long, Strange Career in Marketing from Junk Mail to Social Media, published a little over a year ago, June 2022. It's on Amazon. I self-published. You can get it, a Kindle version or the paperback version. I think the Kindle version's about five bucks, the paperback version about 15 bucks. I'd like to say that it's a great value and lots of stories with regard to my career in marketing and also the evolution of, of marketing from, remember, I've been around a long time, from, from print and, and direct mail to email, websites, and social media. I adopted social media earlier, early on in, in it, its lifespan, um, which is you know relatively young still at this point. Social media, say, has been around, generally speaking, 20 years or so, and I adopted it and, and dived into it approximately 20 years ago, when it came around, 2004, I started my blog, which is still my blog at thebobcargill.com. And that's what the book's about. It's about each and every one of my jobs, all the lessons I learned, some the hard way, sharing those lessons learned with you, my readers, so that you won't make the same mistakes that I did. And also, I think there's a lot of things that I share that were things I did well that will help you hopefully do the same things well. I also think it's just an interesting story. I'd like to believe that. I spent three years writing it, put my heart and soul and brain into it, and, and then it took me about half, half a year to get it published on Amazon. But it is there for you to see, for you to read. And I'm speaking about my book as well as social media up at the Printing Industries of New England conference. I'm looking at my calendar, 1520 on Friday, September 22nd at the, the, the uh, what is it? Wolfboro Inn up, up in New Hampshire. And I'm looking forward to that Pines annual conference. And, and I'm always interested in speaking about social media, marketing, advertising, copywriting, content, content marketing, et cetera, et cetera, careers. So if you're ever looking for speakers, I raise my hand and say, hey, I'm interested. Um, let's get into a few marketing social media items that I wanted to talk about. And some of this is general. Some of this relates to my teaching. Hopefully it's of interest and and it's educational, of interest to you and educational to you. Wants and needs, I talk about that in my teaching. Marketers are very interested in, concerned with wants, needs, demands. And I teach my students that, then use an example. I'm gonna take a sip of water and you're gonna, you're gonna hear a little story with regard to water. Very short story, anecdotal to make my point. Tap water, not, not bottled water, which I often will drink. And I say bottled, you know, in plastic bottles. Bottled water has not been around forever in plastic bottles. I don't know. I should have looked before I did this podcast knowing I was going to talk about this. I don't know when it was actually, quote, invented. 
I'm guessing mid late eighties, for some reason I'm thinking around that time, early eighties, someone said, Hey, let's, you know, enough with tap water, which is free. We can sell water. Who thought of that? Who was the genius <laughs> who started his or her own company or went to his or her boss and said, Hey, we're going to bottle water. We're actually going to sell water. So drinking. So this is where I'm going. Marketing advertising professionals should be able to relate. And if you're young in your educational journey, this is a really good fundamental principle of marketing, fundamental lesson, marketing 101. The need is we all need to hydrate, drink water. Okay. Marketers, however, turn wants into needs. And where I'm going with this is marketers, salespeople, business people at some point, again, one of them or a bunch of them got together and said, water's a need. Let's make it a want and, and, and turn that want into a need and, and charge a dollar or two or more for 12 ounces of water, which you can drink free. Like I poured this right before this, this episode to make my point, because often I'm drinking Propel or Gatorade or vitamin water, you know, two, three dollars a, a bottle, maybe, um, you know, you can get it on sale in bulk, but, and, and we want, we need water, we need to drink, and this could apply to soda and, and alcoholic beverages, et cetera, et cetera, but I'm using water specifically as the example. We want that vitamin water, and we think it's a need now, you know, with the electrolytes, I'm a runner. I think you you all know that I've run marathons and half marathons and races for, for years since I was high school, since I was in high school, since I was a teenager. You know, water is sufficient, but for some reason, we think we need electrolytes and probably we do to some extent, but to what extent, who knows? And do people who don't run, people who aren't athletes, do they need electrolytes? But we somehow have been convinced by marketers. So this is me talking with my consumer hat on that we need certain things. And that's just like fast cars, fancy clothes, big houses, gourmet food, restaurants versus eating at home, on and on and on. I could go regarding needs, wants, and then that's not even talking about demands when you know we, we want it now, we want it fast, we want it now, we want it a certain way. You know, we send back food at a restaurant. That those are demands. But marketers thrive on all of this. So now my marketing hat. You as a marketer want to make your customers, your audience, your constituents, your prospects, your connections, whoever is out there that you're targeting that could be a customer. You want to somehow convince them. And I more than ever today say transparently, obviously, honestly obviously ethically, but you want to convince them that certain wants are needs, okay? And and so on and so forth with the products and services that you have to offer. So it's like, you can't live without these shoes. You can't live without these clothes. You can't live without this, this fancy water, these fancy glasses. The event, I just, earlier told you, asked you, suggested you go to. You can't miss that. That's marketing. I think you get it, but I'm using tap water as an example because tap water was that, what we drank 
pretty much exclusively, say, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, someone came up with the idea of bottled water. Brilliant. <laughs> okay. And there are many other product services we could name as cases, as case studies that have already seen their way from need to want, simple to fancy, free to expensive. We've seen many and we'll see many, many more. That's my little needs, wants, demands lecture, if you will. I'm going to jump, segue, personal branding. I talk about that in my class all the time. Personal branding is, is you online, in often offline too, in real life IRL, being known and being known for who you are as a human being as well as a professional. So as a um, your, your person, your, your personal self and your professional self, we call that combined a personal brand. And it's pretty much more of your professional self, but you want to absolutely include your personal self in your personal brand. Again, predominantly professional self, but quite a bit of your personal self as well. So let's say, for the sake of argument, a third of your personal self, two thirds of your professional self. Personal self, what I mean by that is maybe family, maybe pets, maybe the fact that you're a runner like I am. I think you get that. Okay. Professional self, all your accomplishments, where you have expertise, where you have knowledge, where you are in authority. In all of that means a lot more if you put it out there online. Share it regularly. Share it frequently. Share it often. Be conspicuous in your presence. The more people see you, the more people hear from you, the more they feel that they know you. And that's called a parasocial relationship. And a parasocial relationship means people feel they know you, even though you haven't met them, they haven't met you in person. And they trust you and they respect you. And if you have something that they are interested in, a product or service, or maybe just you, when it comes time to doing business, they'll do business with you because they know you like et cetera, et cetera. So that's a personal brand. You become very valuable if you have a personal brand because not everybody has one or a strong personal brand. In quick example, my friend Dennis Yu, brilliant. If you're not following Dennis Yu on social media, look him up, Dennis Yu, why you? You'll find him everywhere. Type in Google Dennis Yu. You'll find him on Twitter. And I'm looking at my left-hand monitor in a tweet recently, just a few days ago, four days ago, literally September 6th. Today is September 10th. I've already told you that. Dennis Yu talked about going to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. And I'm, I'm going to quote this exactly so I don't misspeak. This is Dennis speaking. And it's Dennis Yu on Twitter. As, as I said, Dennis, D-E-N-N-I-S-Y-U. Please look him up. Please follow him. Please say, Bob said, follow Dennis. Here's Dennis speaking. I paid $33 for a $10 hamburger just because Gordon Ramsay's name was on it. Was it worth it? Yes, because Parker Nathans, that's his friend, and I wanted to experience this once. Agencies, your personal brand lets you charge more. That's his message. I couldn't agree more with you, Dennis. Do you get it, folks? Do you get the valuable, the, the valuableness, I think I made up that word, of your personal brand, how 
you having a personal brand helps you and those around you, if you're in business with them, charge more. It helps you and all of those around you. So if you're a business with people who have strong personal brands, take advantage of that, encourage that, support that. Don't discourage that. Don't tell people they can't be on LinkedIn during the day. Don't tell people they shouldn't be tweeting on X. Yes, they should. Ideally, they are. Ideally, you're teaching that. Ideally, you're supporting that. Ideally, you are taking advantage of that. That's personal brands. Personal brands help you get jobs. Personal brands help you sell. Personal brands help you get speaking gigs. Personal brands help you open doors to new opportunities, opportunities that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise if you didn't have that strong personal brand. So be conspicuous in your presence. Be on as many social channels social media channels as possible, day in and day out. Spread yourself thin, yeah. I say share content, repurpose content, share other people's content, engage with other people's content, engage with other people in conversation on social media, again, as often as possible, because that's going to build your personal brand, which is valuable to you, valuable to your employer. So it's a mutually beneficial thing. Here's my mini lecture. <laughs> I'm in my 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 adjunct professor mode, there's my mini lecture on personal branding. I, I need a sip of that tap water. Corporate All-Stars is what Steve Rubell from Edelman Direct many years ago called these strong personal brands. And he said that because employers should look at those who are on their team with strong followings in an active presence on social media, they should be looked at as corporate all-stars, people who stand out that you can count on to help extend the reach of your brand, who can help generate leads, who can help bring in customers, clients, sales, Corporate All-Stars, that's credited to Steve Rubell of Edelman Direct years ago. And it's also talked about in my book. So a little bit back to my book, I am incorporating it into the curriculum of some of the courses I teach now. And that's a question I recently asked some of my students in an online discussion. Read pages such and such in my book where I talk about corporate All-Stars, crediting that to Steve Rubell, that term, and learn the value, that word again, the valuableness of employees who have strong personal brands on social media and understand that and be that once you're an employee. Hey, we're winding down. A few more things to talk about. I pack a lot into a relatively short period of time, 15, 20, 25 minutes or so with you today. I'm not watching the clock. I am recording this. And, and those of you watching live on Facebook, hey, so happy you're here. I'm not monitoring Facebook, by the way, so I'm not looking at who's online. I'm focusing on my, my notes and, and the camera here, which is Zoom, my webcam, and I'll publish this later on, on, on Podbean's the host, wherever else, and that's everywhere this podcast pretty much is available, wherever else you may listen to it. Hey, how are you? It will be available, not necessarily today, Sunday, September 10th, but certainly this week within a day or two or three from now. Um, next, I wanted to talk about, it's September 10, 
not fall yet. When is fall? September 21? Sometime late in September. I know I should know these things, but I don't teach um, um, when the seasons begin and end, but I know approximately when they begin, end, of course. And and I think I'm I'm close to correct late September, September 21. I'm talking about pumpkin spice. That's a trend we know, meaning pumpkin spice lattes, coffee flavors. I don't know, candles, the essence itself, the idea of it, the notion, it makes you think of fall. That became a thing, I don't know how many years ago, but I saw something, you know, in an article about it recently and how marketers jump on that trend. And it made me think of psychology, made me think of, of FOMO, fear of missing out, made me think of emotion, um, associating in this case, a, a smell, if you will, um, an aroma, but also a taste and in a thing, pumpkins, you know, for some reason that triggers an impulse to buy. <laughs> you know, it's a certain flavor, again, a certain smell, a certain thing that we associate with the change in season, certain up here in the New England area, especially. I honestly don't know if that's a thing around the country, around the world. I'm guessing as I talk about it, it's more of a thing here in New England. I am in Sudbury, Massachusetts. That's where I am talking to you from, appearing on, on Zoom and Facebook from, and that's about 40 minutes west of Boston. And, and it's a big thing here. Pumpkin spice, just bringing it up. How can you maybe capitalize on that trend? How can you learn more about that trend? And as a professor, I teach things like capitalizing on trends, trending topics on Twitter, trending news items, news jacking. That's a thing, getting yourself, injecting yourself into the news properly, appropriately, positively, such that it brings business back to you. You want to know what the trends are. And right now, a little bit before fall comes earlier than ever, kind of like the back to school sales come in the summer. The pumpkin spice trend comes around in late summer, early fall. And, and how can you as a marketer, as a salesperson, as a business person, capitalize on that trend or not? Just understand it and understand the importance of knowing what the trends are. And maybe every once in a while, being able to capitalize on them and take advantage of them. I also read an article recently, and I do have it open, so I will refer to it from Marketing Tech, marketingtechnews.net, and it, the headline. So I like to do this, take a headline and then riff on it. It says, bye-bye search engine, social media is taking over. Yeah, I've been saying social media is taking over for a long, long, long time. So of course I love when I see headlines like that. And I am not quoting the article at all, except for what I recall reading about it this morning. So don't quote me or don't think I'm quoting it, but I am giving you the source, marketingtechnews.net, bye-bye search engines, social media is taking over is the headline. But it was with regard to more and more people looking at social media to find products, to find services, and then to buy those products in, in services. And I know that's a thing on TikTok now. It's a thing everywhere. I've been saying it online, especially on social media. We're talking about specifically right now. If you're not on social media, you are missing the boat. You are missing a lot of opportunities to, if you're a business, cash in, 
And I mentioned earlier on, I'm teaching not just marketing and social media, but business as well this fall. And it's all about cashing in revenue, obviously making money. That's what business, you know, somewhat the bottom line is all about. Yeah, it's exchanging value. It's, it's, it's uh, pleasing stakeholders. Um, but bottom line, if you're not making money, you're not in business. So how can you make money? How can you succeed in this day and age with all the competition out there? You obviously need to take advantage. I'm biased. I'm a marketer. I'm a social media marketer. I'm a teacher, consultant, public speaker who, who, who is all over social media. You should be all over social media too. And it's not hard to get on social media. Yes, it is hard to stay on social media regularly, especially on as many social media channels or, as, uh, that are out there. But here's, here's, see if I can summarize this in a, 60 seconds or less. This is how you do it. You be conspicuous on your presence on as many social media channels as possible, none of which are very difficult to, to open an account and, and start putting content out there, start following people, start engaging with people. Find where your audience is most active, where they hang out the most, and you'll find that out pretty quickly. There are tools you can use, or you'll just learn that yourself manually, DIY, do it yourself. Get on X, get on Facebook, get on LinkedIn, get on TikTok, absolutely. YouTube, Instagram, there's probably some I'm missing, but get on, missing, telling you about right now, get on the major social media channels, find out where your audience is, have at least a bare minimum presence on all these channels, where your audience is, is where you spend the most time. You can start just by following people, listening, learning from them, engaging with them, liking their content, supporting their content, re-sharing their content. But you should be creating content yourself that's, that's educational, that's entertaining, that's informative, that's insightful, that's newsworthy. And yes, that's promotional. That helps you sell your products and services ultimately. But absolutely, it's the social and social media where the rubber meets the road, where you're going to gain the most traction. And that means where you are engaging with people, where you are being conversational with people, where you are being helpful with people, where you are being supportive of people, where you're being helpful to people. It, it, it just means reaching out a hand Hey, I'm here. I would like to help you. I am listening to you. I would like to learn from you. And by the way, I have something to offer you if you are interested. But don't think you have to have your business hat on all the time, not even most of the time, only some of the time. Yeah, you want to be strategic, but you want to be strategic and saying, I want to be a human being. I want my team members to show their human selves, not their business selves, as much as their human selves, okay? Business self, when it makes the most sense, when it matters, when it comes time to selling. But people do business with people, so you want the human self, the personal self. And over time, that will pay off. Because again, I'm talking social media, I'm talking marketing, advertising for business reasons. Yes, of course, to make money, to increase revenue. But you do that by being authentic, by being transparent, by being immediate, by being genuine, by being honest, by being ethical, by being someone people can trust. Going back to 
If they trust you, they like you, they respect you. If you have something they are interested in, ultimately, when it comes time to doing business, they're going to think of you first. They're going to do business with you. Boom. And as I said that, there was a thunderclap outside. I think I already mentioned it's raining pretty heavily out there. A little bit of thunder I hear in the distance. This has been the summer. It's still the summer, I said, fall's coming, but summer of rainy days, certainly rainy afternoons and rainy evenings and thunder and lightning more than I ever remember in all my years of, of living on this earth so far. That's a trend in weather, that's for sure. Hey, that's it. That's all I got for you. Bottom line, if I can help you, reach out anytime. Subscribe, share, engage. Bottom line, though, if I can help you, please let me know. That's what I am here for you. This has been Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, episode 177. Yes, recording live on Facebook, on Zoom, to be shared later, on YouTube, on Podbean, where my podcast is hosted, and also wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. So wherever. That's where I am. Been doing this for over five years, this podcast, episode 177, Bob Cargill's Marketing Show. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. I appreciate you. I hope you are happy, healthy, safe, and sound. I hope each and every one of you is doing very, very, very well. And I hope life for each and every one of you is ridiculously awesome. I will talk to you. I will see you again soon. Thanks.